All right, everybody, what's up? Welcome to KBN Live. Uh, coming at you on a Monday night. Brian, fresh off the road. Well, we're excited to have a, a special guest with us tonight from uh, the great state of Missouri up there. You know, I'm Jeff Malive. We got my partner, Ryan Lambert, of course, like I said, just back from the Hobie event up on uh, in Pennsylvania. I'm not going to pronounce that river. But we've got DJ Williams with us tonight. Yeah, I, t- I talked to Ryan a few weeks ago, and, he, and he'd had some conversations with DJ and talked about kind of the unique, unique path he had to uh, – kayak fishing or his background anyway for a kayak angler so we're excited to have him on talk a little bit about that and and if anyone follows dj on social media you know he's got some hot takes on just about everything so well we're gonna have some fun talking with him tonight but so dj thanks for uh taking the time man oh man that's what's up appreciate being on here uh aj just called us out aj's already asking (laughs) he's already asking where your music was at on the intro he said he'd have to look through it aj a straight, a straight mess that up. So before we start talking to DJ, we got to get Ryan's weekend recap from Pennsylvania. So Ryan, tell us about it. You ain't got to talk about yourself if you don't want to. But how, how was the event up there? The, all, all eyes were on that event. It seemed like it was crazy all weekend. Man, it was. Uh, it as always, you know, AJ ran a, a top notch event. I think there was a lot of a lot of emphasis on it because you know we we keep talking about these big events in the Northeast. And it was kind of looking like we weren't going to get the turnout that we were hoping for there. And then, like, the last 24 hours was a huge push. And we ended up, I think, at 114 uh, total. And uh, it, the river was fishing tough. It was like, I think they said it was two feet low for what it normally is. So that kind of had the fish positioned, uh, I guess, in some unlikely spots, you would say, for a summertime pattern. Uh, but of course, you know, the sticks, they found them. They, they, they sniffed them out. I was not in that category <laughs> this time, but, uh, it was a good event. And that's probably uh, as like one of the most dramatic settings you could have a, a kayak fishing tournament. It's the mountains and then these huge rocks shooting up out of everywhere and giant rock ledges that just run for miles. It was, uh, it was a pretty, pretty neat sight to see. Yeah, man, it was intense following the, the leaderboard all weekend. And, DJ, you had some uh, bold predictions earlier in the week, and you picked quite a few of the top finishers, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I, I, I did pretty good. I didn't do bad. I didn't do bad. <laughs> I didn't right. do bad. I, I, think, I think everybody kind of put Queen up there, though, so that's kind of, you know. That's kind of a given. That's one of the ones you just put in there no matter where it's at, yeah. I think. Jody had the experience on the, on the Susquehanna, and then he also is Jody Queen, so he's going to – He's going to do well anyway. So if you put him in a place that he's already familiar with, uh, it's kind of kind of tough to beat that one. Yeah, and then you interviewed Ike coming off the water too. How did he? How did? I mean, he looked like he actually enjoyed his first kayak event. <laughs> so I saw him the Friday afternoon, the last day of pre-fishing. I had been fishing this area, and I was coming back to the ramp. I got caught in a lightning storm out there, and I was heading back to the ramp, and I see him backing down, and like the ramp had like a steep like vertical drop down down a couple feet into the river so i guns it and his aluminum trailer goes flying like 10 <laughs> feet in the air and i was like holy cow like i thought he just ripped the axle off of it he runs up runs back down jumps in his boat and i was like you about lost that trailer there didn't you hot rod he said he's like yeah he's like did you see it he's like it flew up in there i was like yeah i thought you knocked your back windshield out he had one hour left and he just like booked it. Like, I mean, he covered probably half a mile, uh, in like the 
15 minutes I could see him. So he, so he was <laughs> he grinding. Was, he was gone. He was grinding. He wasn't just yeah, there for the show. that's what he said. So that's what he said when I caught him off the water. He's like, you know, managing my time pre-fishing. He's like, that's something that I am not used to at all. He's like, I'm used to being able to hit, you know, 20 spots in my bass boat pre-fishing. He's like, so I've got to got to dial that in. He said fighting fish was a, a struggle for him too. He's He said he's used to having, you know, all that square footage on his boat to run around and fight these fish. And he's like, yeah, I felt like the, the fish was fighting me more than I was fighting it. He said it was definitely in control. Yeah. I mean, and that current is bad anyway, because that, that river is just constant. You know, you have to keep churning to stay in place with it. So it was a challenge for a lot of people, but he did great. And I mean, you know, super humble and had a lot of positive feedback on on the tournament series and he said he plans on fishing a few more he's going to be at the kusa for sure he's got on the calendar he might as well i guess bpt's done so they're not doing anything else the rest of the year anyway so he might as well saddle yeah, up that's what it looks like well cool well yeah hey and uh just as we can expect katie's in the comments with all of dj's links she's got oxpimpin.com and his facebook page already linked up so she's okay. already spreading the word so that's a little segue into into dj and and you know Let's talk about it. Tell us a little bit about your background, DJ, and, and how you got into kayak fishing. Oh man, well, you know, I've been I've been a local recording artist for a while, probably a good 15, 16 years before I ever even got on the yak. And I was pretty popular, pretty successful at doing it. I wouldn't say, you know, I was making a lot of money doing it, but you know, I could get in the club free and <laughs> get people to know who I am. You know, I've been nominated for awards and you know, cool things, but I mean, the, the, I've fished my whole life, really, you know, my grandpa who just passed about a week ago, he's the one who took me out on Mark Twain lakes and places like that. And I've always watched Bill dance and always had my mom dropping me off the lake. So I've always been fishing, man. And it, I had an incident in 2017, I want to believe where I, I ended up getting shot at, man. I got my whole side of my car. I had a car. It was a 2016 Dart, I think it was. It was nice to me, but I was happy to have it. <laughs> thing didn't even have 5,000 miles on it. And I had bullet holes all in the side of it. Never ran from anything in my life. Had to book ass out of there. And I, I, I ended up going through some mental stuff in my head, man. You know what I mean? I'm an alpha male. Never had to run. Never been one to actually, you know, talk to another guy about guidance, about anything. So I was going through some probably some PTSD, man. I was so I just resorted resorted back to fishing. I'm like, man, I'm just I just need to get shit off my mind. Yep. So I fished. I literally started a 200 day fishing spree where I was just fishing, and I went back to some of the tactics my grandpa taught me about bass fishing, and it was working. So I thought I was I thought I was the man at local lakes. I started getting a GoPro and putting it on my head and. Started promoting my 200-day fishing spree on Facebook, and I was catching some hogs, man. I was throwing a little bitty F7 Rapala on a jerkbait on a rod, and then I was throwing little KVD 1.0 square bills in little local lakes and just thinking I was the man, dude. I'm telling you, I was having some <laughs> bomb days. And I was putting it on social media, and people were telling me, hey, you need to get into tournaments. You need to fish out of tournaments. You're doing good. Da -da -da -da. And I'm obviously me catching a lot of fish in local lakes that probably people weren't fishing for bass in i would say a lot of people were catfish fishing so i'm probably throwing lures that pass bass and haven't seen them you know what i mean and so i'm figuring like okay i'm gonna get a kayak it seems cool i've been watching the kbf shows and i've been watching 
kayak fishing on the internet and it looks kind of fun actually so i'm gonna try it ended up getting a boat fishing tournaments and i think i finished eighth in like my first monthly and then i ended up doing monthlies i think it was i didn't start until probably june or so so i fished fish monthlies and i did good man i didn't do bad i didn't do bad i qualified for a national championship my first year and i thought I thought back then that was just like a rookie and not knowing anything about the sports. I'm like, yeah, I'm qualified national championship. I'm the man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's profile pick changing stuff right there. It, yeah. yeah. So it, and it, it just kind of rolled into that. And now, you know, getting out there on the water and realizing that you're not the man all the time. <laughs> that's step one. That's step one right I, there. I thought I was going to jump off the bank and come out here and start destroying guys and I think I finished 33rd my first live tournament out there at uh, Cedar Creek Lake in Kentucky. And that's where I made, met Eric Siddiqui and AJ and Jody Queen. And, and what's so crazy about this whole sport is that, dude, those were the people that were nicer, nicest to me. I think Jay Wallen's one of the first guys that shook my hand and talked to me and was just super nice. Jay probably has your album on repeat, if we're being honest. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Jay, Jay, yeah. Jay's, Jay's probably a big fan. If I had to guess, oh, we're losing, we're losing a little choppy signal there. We'll try and we'll try and get him back. I don't know what happened. We were smooth. Jay cut him off so he wouldn't tell on him. Oh, there we go. <laughs> now, now, now you're back. I think we missed you, brother. What would you say? He said. He I said. said uh, I said. I bet Jay's got your album on repeat. Anyway. And then he cut the signal, uh, so we went, so he wouldn't tell nobody. Oh, I like that guy, man. Well, He's getting off one. the water there, uh, Eric Siddiqui comes pulling in, and I automatically recognize him. Looking into the sport, and I mean, he's kind of one of the higher-profile guys. He comes off the water like, hey, can you help me with my act? Like, oh, yeah, sir. Was it leaking? <laughs> yeah, was it was it getting water out of it? What were you helping him with? <laughs> I was just helping him put his yak on the trailer, pull it off the water. So, dude, that yak's got to be 400 pounds, man. got to be 400 pounds. It's, it's the water. Uh, there's 200 pounds of soft plastics in a garbage bag in his front hatch. I'm not. That's not an exaggeration. He carries every soft plastic he owns in a garbage bag in the hatch of his kayak. That's why oh, I did it. I grabbed that kayak and struggled to pull this thing up, man. <laughs> but it was so cool, man, coming to the coming to the meeting and I'm walking around just trying to shake people's hands and introduce myself. I just got my butt whooped by everybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> and the first person that walks up to me themselves and actually introduced themselves to me, like, you know, was Jody Queen. It was crazy. And yeah, till then I've been rooting for the guy and watching them win I, I just think the whole sport's cool and then th that's kind of how i got into it man and so somebody somebody got in the comments uh keith perryman i don't know if he's from missouri or what but he said y'all are having some weather up there so that may be messing with our signal i don't know yeah we we definitely are that's why i said i was going to do the interview on the water but it didn't really cooperate it's pretty bad out there i got you well, we're we're doing good. We can we can take a few breaks here and there if the weather makes it happen. Yeah, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. So the, the, so the, I th go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. No, you're ah, Jeff, you're too kind. So I, I think you'll. I mean, that's that's what you you'll see a lot, especially the guys that travel around and fish all these tournaments on the road all the time. They try to get the the newer people that are kind of fresh faces 
in the tournaments involved. Like, you know, when we go to big tournaments, we try to do some kind of meetup or something just to, to introduce some of the newer people to, to the guys that have been out on the road. Cause I mean, that's a big part of it. It's really intimidating, especially when you pack up all your stuff and drive four or five, six hours away and don't know anybody or, or anything about where you're at. I think, you know, that's something that our sport brings to the table is you'll run into somebody at a gas station or something with a kayak in the back of their truck and immediately, you know, you start up a conversation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's something we're missing right now, but he, but even with that, I think people are still finding ways to uh I'm assuming some of you guys probably got together in Pennsylvania, right? Outside of the the actual meetup. We might have. Yeah, yeah, dude, Russell Johnson cooked for us, man. Ooh. He put us on some barbecue Rubens. Was it Ooh. legit? Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, we may. That we may, sounds good. Yeah, we may have a little bit of that in lacrosse. Neither one of you guys are going to lacrosse, are you, this week? No, no not man. this week. Delta? No? I'm over my mileage limit I got you. <laughs> for, yeah. for the month. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I got you. Lacrosse is tempting, though. That's probably not as far for I'll, you as me. No, it ain't that bad, but yeah, it's, it's a little late. It's a little late. I got a tournament. I think I got a tournament this weekend. I'm fishing down at the on the Gascony River, catching me some smallies. I got you. Is it part of that Ozark smallmouth thing they got going? Uh, it's part of that, and it's a camo tournament, I believe. Ah, okay. Ran by, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you fish with that group there, Camo and Moyak. That's a, those are two good groups that you kind of have access to. But what if, now? Do you live in St. Louis? Yeah. So what kind of what's the kayak fishing you know world like around St. Louis? Is there a bunch of guys that do it or no? Oh man, I know of a handful of guys, but you know you know like my buddy Keith Perryman in the comments, you know. But I don't think I I don't think he's starting to get into tournaments yet. It's a bunch of guys getting yaks around here, man. And I know some of them can fish. I just think they just need to jump into the tournaments. But there's a there's a handful of guys that fish tournaments around here. Okay. But is there a local club, or they just all reach out and fish camo? And no, man. Mostly, but a lot of them lakes are still four or five. I don't think there's a lot of really good tournament lakes around the St. Louis area. To be honest with you, you have to cross over there in Illinois. Yeah, I was trying to think. I've only been up there a little bit. You've got some pretty good rivers there in Poplar Bluff. But as far as tournament oh, lakes, yeah. I, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. There's some, uh, I mean, Mark Twain's probably the closest one in Missouri, but, you know, it depends on how many people you're going to have in a tournament, too. I mean, there's not really big bodies of water. There's some decent sized ones if you're talking about 1,500 acres and 2,000 acres, but if you're talking about something that's going to hold 80, 100 people comfortably, then you're going to have to be down there in the Ozarks or something like that. Yeah. I got you. We got some people in the comments, some people talking about missing Russell's cooking. David confirmed your statement, Ryan, on the heaviest boat. Did you see that? He said yeah. he helped Sadiqi one time. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I grabbed it with one yeah. hand, like, come on, and then had to turn around. I was doing a squat motion. Like, yeah, it was It was rough. It was rough. I I, you, I was honored to do it, though, because Sadiqi's the man, so it's all good. <laughs> he's uh he's in the real woman yak uh kayak currently he's got jesse mitchell's yak he pulled up and it's got like her instagram handle sticker on the boat and josh <laughs> evans is like hey man you get a new boat <laughs> he said he was he was proud to represent keep people looking what's up with that he ain't got that one from native yet okay <laughs> 
<laughs> Get out of here. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. So, so DJ, what do you got coming up? Uh, you said you got something this weekend locally, but any big plans for the fall? I know it's going to be a cram fall as far as events. Man, nothing really big. I think I got the uh, – I'm fishing with Moyak, so I think I'm going to ride out the trails with them. And I, I know that that you can qualify. And I think that's going to be in October. And I know we have the um, All-American out here that I'm – that I'm pretty sure I'm in good shape to qualify for, but that's, uh, I mean, other than that, I was planning on fishing the KPF national championship, but the money's got to stop being funny right now, man. I got you. Wild times right now. (laughs) Well, it's just a lot of stuff going on. And as much as I love fishing and, and to me, it's a priority, but you have to convince my wife something else. So, So what about uh, your music? Are you still making music? I know you said you got a bunch of stuff piled uh, up. You know what? I, I, I dibble and dabble a little bit, and I got a lot of people in the music. Like, there's a lot of people in the local scene and that making moves now, doing pretty good, that are trying to bring me back and make me do it. And I get the vibe here and there, man. I'll get some beats and everything. But then I then I start looking up at lakes and thinking about the next tournament I'm fishing. It's it's kind of hard to do both, bro. It, it it really is. And you know, like I said, I'm popular and I'm good at it, but it wasn't paying that well. And it's like I think I I I enjoy doing it because I like to. I'm a booster and bragger, and I like to look good. But at the same time, I think I have more strength <laughs> when I fish. Man. Maybe you can I'm, drop. I'm, I'm at more peace when, when I'm fishing, man. Well, maybe you can yeah. drop some stuff that combines the two and, like, throw some shade on some of these kayak anglers or something. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, pay you, we'll pay you to make us, we'll pay you to make us just an intro song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll send you a list of names to put in. You make us an intro song. Well, the thing I like about fishing a little bit more than I like about music is, I mean, music, say if we us three made music, you could be better than me, but if I'm more popular than you, I'm going to be more successful than you are. Even if I'm doing something that's goofy and you're more talented, fishing, it, it doesn't matter. You catch the bigger five. It's 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 result-based, and I love that's that true. about it versus music. Sometimes I've been – it's coming up and doing the local scene could be really frustrating and discouraging, you know what I'm saying, especially for an artist that's talented and doing their thing and not getting the results they want. You know what I mean? Even though they're popular, it could be frustrating, especially you go to competitions and somebody beat you in the competition. You find out like their buddy's one of the judges and it's like, you know, you don't really get that in fishing. It's just kind of like the best man wins. Kinda, sometimes you do. It's kind of, hey, Ryan, that sounds like the music version of the Yak Angler Choice Awards, sort of. Yeah, it? yeah. No, that's pretty solid. Yeah. So how did, you, how old were you when you got into the music scene? Like, how did that come about? Just friends oh, doing it that pulled you in, or I mean, were you always in, musically inclined? I was in high school, and there was a bunch of rappers, and you know, they would they would sit sit around. It was a certain lunch table that we would sit around, and there would be a guy with the pencils that can make the beats, and people would just freestyle, you know. And then people would freestyle battle each other, and I always thought it was funny, you know. And then one day a guy just started dissing me and I decided to start dissing him back. And I was thinking thinking of rhymes in my head as I went along. And I basically was just figuring it was, I was really good at joning. You know, I came up, that was self-defense. If you didn't have to fight nobody, if you can join good, you know what I mean? Cause nobody would mess with you. So I was good at joning. Only thing I did was, you know, add rhyming to joning and I had everybody laughing. So I just 
I thought I was good at it and just kind of rolled with it. I had a friend that had a studio and it went from there. And I just, I was, like I said, I liked being the man and thinking I was a man and making records and performing and having everybody look at me. So, you know, I like, I kept liking and do that. As I got older, it, it kind of started getting old. You got to kind of stop. Like right now, you got to drag me out to a club, man. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you kind of out, outgrow that a little bit at some point. I hope. I think. I don't know. I'm still <laughs> waiting. But <laughs> well, dude, I was I was a club promoter for a while. I used to I used to promote Jello wrestling contests and bikini ah, contests. Oh, all right, dude. I was I was in the club every weekend, man. And it, I just think it, after a while, it just got it, it got old to me. And then I can go to the club now and still see the same people I used to see in the club. Everybody's still doing the same thing, and I was just like, ah. I was kind of on. Plus, you get a good girl. She don't want you going out to the club. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's right. how to get rid of a good girl right there. <laughs> right. Keep on messing right. with that. Right. But, yeah, music's fun, man. Music. And, and you know what? I, I, I'm i not done with it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in and drop some records. And most of the time I do it just to let the other guys know that's doing it right now that, you know, the old, the old guy still got it. <laughs> I like that. Now, now, is your stuff available to uh... – to stream on like Google Play or iTunes or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, I think I think I got some on Google iTunes things because I was a hard-headed guy back in the day, and I was on iPhones, I nothing. So I was just like, plus I came up from an age where we pressed up CDs, bro. Like we we sold CDs at shows, and everything's digital now. Like you know, and I got a website oxpimpin.com, which uh, you said somebody linked that. Yeah, awesome. Katie and Secretary Katie you, got hooked it up. Administrative yeah, assistant you, Katie. She's cold. I don't know her yet, but thank you, Katie. She was talking and, trash about my mustache earlier. I'm still kind of mad at her about that, but we'll, we'll let it slide for a minute. <laughs> hey man, dude, hey, could you could you guys tell me? You know, I'm petty like this, so I gotta know. <laughs> so 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 who who who? It was somebody who when you guys posted the interview, KB, and somebody laughed at it, but they obviously got me blocked because I couldn't see. I just want to know who it was. Who I did, got a good idea. I saw who I saw who it was. It was some dude from Illinois. Hey, I, I, Pat, Patrick yeah, I, Tharp. Tharp. Pooty. Old old Pooty. Oh, okay. Pooty. Yeah. Was, I saw I, that. I thought he was just playing. I didn't know. I thought maybe he knew you. Hi, little guy. All right. Throw something at him real quick. Let's hear it. <laughs> 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 I don't have my pencil with me. Hang on, Jeff. Hit the if, spoons. If, if, if you if you'd yeah, have nothing. gave me three guesses, I could have guessed who it was. I just I don't block people, so if I laugh at somebody's stuff, at least they can see it's me laughing. That's all I'm saying. Usually we get a laugh. Uh, we usually get a laugh from Jim Clark, no matter what we post. But he didn't even laugh at that one. So <laughs> I like so, Jim. You you one of five that do. No, Everybody, everybody loves Jim in, in, in their own special way. You love him a little different depending on who you are, but you right. love him. Uh, Michael Pillman says, tell him how you hook the small fish versus the big fish. Oh, man, I fish I fish with Michael Pillman all the time. So, you know, you, you, it's, it's for some reason you always lose the big ones. You always have the little ones, bar or the big ones barely hooked. But the yeah. little ones you have hooked all the way down to their ass, I swear. <laughs> You, you know, you're, you're right. Lying, man. You're right. You, put, you pull a ten-inch bass in. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta cut the hook off because it swallowed it. <laughs> but then, but then the the, the five-pound bass is barely hooked on the lip, man. It's, it, I don't know what it is about that. But. 
I usually get that little piece of skin right at the top of their mouth, and it's just barely, barely through that. I lose a lot doing the same thing, but that's how that goes. Oh, yeah, that's that's what Pillman's talking about. We got somebody asking, what kind of leash do you use for your fish? Oh. That's very specific. No, yeah. I mean, it's the same leash everybody else. See, here's the – the Tharp guys from the Tharp guy is basically Uh-oh. a guy who claims that I, I fish during a tournament because I put him on the donkey leash for a second to let him calm down. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, yeah. I had an issue with a club to where they, they were claiming I was leashing fish. So this is where everybody uses a donkey leash. It's the same leash everybody uses. That's kind of what yeah. it's for. Yeah. Same thing. I've done the same thing. Okay. Yeah. I wonder what that question was about. Don't come in here with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. It, my th- here's my thing, and I've f- found out from being a rapper: if you ain't got haters, you ain't doing something right. True. That's how this page was built. That's how we this page haters. was built. <laughs> <laughs> Some would well, say. I, I, I actually, I actually enjoy it. You know. Hey, Pat- Believe it or not, they'll watch it more than your supporters will. They'll support you more than your supporters will. <laughs> I gotta know what you're doing. Right. You see it right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's so, all right. Uh, when, when are you going to hit the road full-time in the kayak game, chase down some of these? Uh, I, think I, need to, I think I need to move into a little bit of a – I plan on moving out of the area I'm in. And once I get in a, 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 a better area where I feel like I'm, I got better access to – bigger lakes and i can move around a little bit soon soon as i can do it man i planned on it being this year but i don't think this year turned out like anybody planned it turned out so no this year this year is not even going to count if you ask me about my entire life i'm just marking 2020 out well, altogether let me throw this yeah, in there. let me let me throw this in there if you if you decide to move and you you're not about your car getting shot do not move to gunnersville <laughs> <laughs> well ryan it's, it's rough down there Wow. And I think that's only if you, like, cut people off on their spots and crowd people out, and, you know. I think that I think that comes with territory. If you act right, your stuff don't get shot. Oh, okay. Except okay. Steve, Steve-O's truck got burnt on Chickamauga, so <laughs> I'm still waiting to figure We're still got detectives out trying to figure out what happened there. But. Maybe he thought his truck was that other guy's. I don't know. I guess. I don't know, man. He had a Scottsboro tackle sticker or something on there probably. Yeah. Well, there. I'm not hip on what you guys are talking about. It sounds interesting, though. Yeah, down the no, southeast, guy, man. He's a he's a FLW pro, and he's a guide on Gunnersville, and I guess he's pissed off some local people on the lake, and they shot his truck up at the boat ramp. Like literally, he thought it was. What did he think it was? He didn't think it was gunshots at first. He th- oh, he thought somebody hit it with a hammer. Yeah, and he peeled the wrap off. His truck was wrapped. He peeled the wrap off, and it was freaking bullet holes <laughs> all down his truck. Yeah, I heard. Oh, uh, I heard him on Ike Live talking about it. He said uh, he goes, "Some guy at the ramp thought I had uh, bullet hole stickers up down in my truck, but those are real bullet holes." <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. No, thanks. I mean, we've had people on Gunnersville, like when we we duck hunt down there too. Like if you beat somebody to their spot or whatever, they've gone back to the ramp and busted windows out of trucks and cut tires and stuff. But wow, I've never had any trouble down there in fishing. 
you don't think of that kind of Probably stuff. Probably will next time I go. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well you got plenty of choices, DJ. I hope you uh, find a place uh, as all this craziness in the country settles down where you can have better access to fishing. I'll recommend Northwest Arkansas, even though Ryan wouldn't. What's there? Everything. <laughs> I still. Wait. I know guys that fishing. I know guys that fishing Arkansas, man, and they, they it's some good fishing down there. Yeah, don't see? go to Washington. Yeah, I heard. I saw a little rumor that Ryan may come to Dardanelle this fall. Maybe DJ, you I think may, you might make it to I that may. one? I'm definitely looking at it. Yeah, come on down. That's not very. What's your, what's your date? What's the date on Dardanelle? September 11th. Yeah, uh, it, that lake sounds like my kind of fishing. Sounds like dirty water, hot yeah. water. I'm definitely looking into it. Plus, dude, I, I really want to support what AJ's doing, man. Yeah, well, that's stuff. why I put all these miles on my truck. I don't even know why I went to Pennsylvania. I guess just to see all see all my buddies. <laughs> I don't know. I knew that one wasn't going to go good before I left the house. I took a PA 14 360 to fish a river tournament. I. I don't think I thought any of that through, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, you know, you put it through the paces. You know, you know what it can do now. Listen, I, I'm I'm not a paid endorser of Hobie at all. I beat the hell out of that 360 drive. I mean, hitting rocks like wide open, going down rapids, drilled it. I did knock off some kind of nut on the clutch adjustment screw. I think so it's called a back, little, back nut. Little, Back nut? Something, yeah. I don't know. I, I felt like AJ was mad at me, but I couldn't tell <laughs> from his text. <laughs> but uh, that was it, man. I, the, the thing held up good. So I, I'm not too disappointed because I had all my stuff in my boat. It was super stable. Uh, but, you know, in in hindsight, I probably could have picked like a lightweight boat that was a little easier to drag up all those tiers of shoals that they have there. Yeah. Were you guys like settling for that event? Uh, day one, I single accessed and went up the river like four and a half miles, like drug my boat, like, and it was by the Statue of Liberty monument. And I don't know if you ever seen pictures of it. It's like freaking, it's a huge elevation change, but it's just massive, gnarly rocks. It tore that wrap all to hell that I just put on my boat. Like it was, uh, it was probably not the smartest thing I've ever done, but I shuttled with Aaron White the next day and that was a lot smoother. <laughs> That had to be the way. Were they allowing you to portage and drag and all that kind of stuff because of the? Yeah, condition? yeah. So you could wade in this one, but you you had to have a tether to okay. the kayak, so you that couldn't just like leave it and run off wherever. Uh, but yeah, you could drag across shoals and whatnot. It was cool. Is I mean, it was a real a real river tournament. I mean, this isn't like the rivers I'm used to that have like some kind of defined channel or deeper water in it. I mean, pretty much everything up there is like zero to four feet deep like i mean forever and that that river's like it'll be eight or nine hundred yards wide and it's three feet deep the whole way across it's it's nuts i've never seen anything like it that's cool i've always had it on my bucket list but it uh kind of scared me off watching you guys go at it up there yeah I, it was on my bucket list too now it's off and i'm supposed <laughs> to be back on <laughs> now i do want to go see it when the water when there's water in the river i think it's going to fish a lot better uh, without the water, it was really tough to get to where the fish were. I got you. Um, DJ, I want to get your thoughts on a few things since you haven't really been kayak fishing but two or three years now uh, that we always always seem to argue about on different pages. They're kind of beat to death, but I'd like to hear your perspective. So you fish from a Jackson? Or am I get that, did I get that wrong? What do you fish from? Yeah, a Jackson. 
Is it a pedal drive or paddle? It's a pedal drive. Okay, so what do you think about the whole, you know, pedal? You know, like BOS is man-powered only, then some terms allowing motors. You got any thoughts on all that stuff? You know, I I, I feel like I, if I ran a tournament, it wouldn't matter to me. And I don't really, I don't really feel like I feel like it could be an edge, but at the same time, it can it can hurt you. You know what I mean? So I've I've been whooped by guys and sit in kayaks, you know. So it's like, I mean, I some guys feel like it's kind of taken away from the sport, but some I feel like the sport just kind of evolves too. So it's like, it really doesn't matter to me. I prefer the pedal drive. So I can fight and fish at the same time. I still don't have to take my hands off the pole. I can get a good workout in while I'm fishing. But at the same time, in, in 10, 15 years, if my knees aren't feeling too good, I might want to get a motor. I feel you. I think the motor's good for covering water. I mean, I, I still think at some point, even if you're using a motor, uh, you know, like you said, for fighting the fish, like you still you have to do something to control to control the motor. Unless you know you hit spot lock or something, but even then, like you're you're still you're still doing something like spot lock getting in your head. Like you have to you have to take that hand off and do something at some point. Unless maybe there's like an angler button or a, a spot lock button that you can mount on your you know your real handle, Jeff. That's what you need to come up with. Angler hold down. Partner up with angler. angler. No, nah, we'll be yes. right. no? maybe, maybe voice okay. command. That'd be All cool. Right. Like the GoPros. Spotlight now. Yeah, it's nice just to backpedal a few times when you're putting a fish in the net, and it's already it's momentum's pulling you towards the laydown that you just caught them out of. So you know what I'm saying I like I prefer the pedal drive. Plus, you know I'm I think every pedal drive I don't I haven't tried a pedal drive that I I'm like oh man this pedal drive is never going to go anything wrong with it. So I think every pedal drive's kind of got its pluses and minuses. But I really like yeah, the way there's it's not playing. one of them. Yeah. There's not one that nothing's going to go wrong with. Like right. <laughs> that doesn't exist. There's I, I like the there's a weak the point in all of them. I like the Jackson. Yeah, so that, when that when that design first came out, I was like, you know, I mean, we see a lot of of especially prop driven pedal drives that are they're kind of the same thing. I mean, you know, it's a different orientation, or you launch it differently, or whatever. But they're basically the same thing. And Jackson did bring something to the table with that with the kick up thing. I think the worm gear part didn't work out super good for them, but I mean, I definitely think the innovation of, you know, it flipping up into the hull and being able to go over obstacles, that was, that was good. And then, you know, Hobie came out with those kick up fins, which is along the lines of the same concept, just applied to, to their style of drive. That's what, that's, that's how this works, man. They all keep pushing each other. Somebody comes up with something new and it gets everybody else thinking about how they can kind of push it a little further. I like the old towns, man. I ain't gonna lie. I like the old towns. That autopilot boy. Yeah, it's. Boy. I, I'll be honest with you. I love my autopilot, and I'm gonna use it up in lacrosse this week some. But you know, it's it's still relatively new to me as far as how far I want to push that thing and get away. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know if I want to be away eight miles from the ramp and and you know, trust that battery to get me back where I know I can pedal myself back. So yeah, I'm still right. I'm still getting used to it, but I do love the utility of the spot lock and and you know. If I can get on some stuff and, and stay in the current, for instance, this weekend, and and you know just lock on a little point, that's gonna be nice. So that that'll yeah. be that'll be utility of it. But I still love fishing out of the pedal drive, probably more. Oh yeah. What are you thinking about the the Delta event, Jeff? All those guys that are out in California, they you know fish all these 
tournaments, they'll have 160, 180 dudes at a local club event. Now there's like what 30 or something signed up for the man. Yeah, I don't BOS. know. I, I'm I'm kind of a you know I'll, I click around and, and check out these tournament entries just to see what the trends are, and it was kind of shocking to only see 30 something people. Now I know kayak anglers procrastinate. Yes, they do. I don't, and I don't know about the California folks. You know, I don't know how they do things out there. It's a little bit different. But I don't know if they procrastinate like I mean, the I rest of us or not. Bit, they got a busy schedule out there. They got some things going on. But, I mean, the BOS is, like, that's the premier. I mean, it is. It, it's the premier series right now. The Tournament of Champions is kind of like the crown jewel that, you know, you really have to work at qualifying. It takes a very limited number of qualifiers and they're paying out huge to be a 50-person tournament this year. I, I don't understand, like, why you would sit around and miss out on that. Like, if, if you don't participate in these events, then those opportunities aren't going to come back around. And you think, well, okay, well, maybe they're just trying to eliminate Hobie, eliminate the BOS from coming back. But these other tournaments are going to look at that attendance, too. Like, if, if the people aren't going to participate in these big events, like, obviously Wild West Bass Trail is based out there. But like BASS or KBF or if anything in the future comes along, like you want to know that there's that big, big event support before you try yeah. to get a couple hundred people to head out that way. Yeah, I mean, I know uh, BASS has the Clear Lake at the end of August. Mm -hmm. I wonder what the attendance yeah. is going to be there because it's. I think I checked it; it was in the twenties or something. You know, twenty something, thirty people, uh, and they cut yeah. off two weeks before, so it's it's almost to the cutoff for it also. Yep. I wonder if that's a just a matter of they don't if is that not a you know a good target for them to chase? Maybe they don't want to travel all the way to Tennessee for the championship. I mean, I don't know. That could be it. I don't know. I mean, I hope I hope some of our boys out there, some of the Shiphouse crew, I hope they punch a ticket to the TOC and and come on out to yeah. Knoxville. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a good time. I know Shane and Shane and Cottrell are going out there uh, to fish it. Shane, I think I don't want to jinx him. I think Shane locked up his spot for the TOC. This past weekend, I think that's going to give him uh, points uh, to get in. But old Dave's going to have to swing for the fence, see if he can slide in here. That's me, dude. I only got one under the belt. I only fished one. Didn't do that great. Finished in the 50s, I think. So I'm, I'm looking at Dardanelle. You know, all the chips are in. Yeah, I might, I might be go to Dardanelle. I may try. I may see you all there. I don't know. I mean, I – I qualified at Norman, but I just want some more points. I, you know, I don't know why. I just like to – I like to be in the top 25 or so in points just for my own peace of mind. Hey, Michael Pillman just told DJ, he said, hey, tell him to bring more tournaments to Lake of the Ozarks. Lake of the Ozarks is fishing good, man. It, yeah. I did way better pre-fishing than I did in the tournament, but it was fishing good. <laughs> yeah. That's how it usually goes, I think. It was uh, fishing good. I was checking out the uh, Bassmaster put out their top lakes of the decade in the central U.S., and it was uh, Dardanelle was in there. Lake of the Ozark was in there. Uh, I think Table Rock was in there, too. So, yeah, we got some good lakes over in this part of the country. Now, I fished Table Rock this year early, and, dude, it was 22 feet high, record flood. Yeah. And, uh, man, I, I've never struggled on a lake so bad in my life. <laughs> I think I caught one fish and finished, like, 40th out of 90 people. I think 20-something people didn't catch a fish. It was rough, rough. That sounds like the BOS we had on Chickamauga last year when it flooded. The The river went up 10 feet overnight from day one. Well, I guess it was the day – it was during day one was the rise of the river, and then day two was 10 feet over over normal pool. I remember the videos that from that. Nuts. That was crazy. Some of the videos that you were That was nuts. Trees washing down the creeks on people. That, like, a, a 
a hundred yards of dot broke off and floated down the creek on these guys. Like it was bad. I think Fader was out on the bank and a tree f- uh, like fell like almost on him, like <laughs> right next to him. Uh, that was that was too much. Yeah. <laughs> we got some guys chiming in. Josh Booth from Moyak talking about Table Rock was crazy. That's all these White River Lakes are like that. Bull Shoals, Beaver, they were all high. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Table, Rock, Table Rock was crazy, man. But I, t- I, caught, I caught 90 inches in like two and a half hours on uh, Lake of the Ozarks just pre-fishing. I mean, and it was – and I caught, I think I caught a 19 and a half during the tournament. And there was just, there was big fish caught throughout the tournament. And it was just fishing so good. I think Truman Lake is another lake here in Missouri that was fishing really good this year when we fished it. Uh, Booth runs a really good club. If you're in Missouri, you should definitely check out Moyak. Oh, yeah. Moyak's been around for a while. I know Josh, Eric Hansen, you know, and Josh and Richie Lawfreed, some of those guys got it off the ground years ago. And Josh has kind of taken the reins and, and really done some good stuff with it uh, the last couple of years. So. Yeah, good stuff. Everybody in there is great. They're, they're, they'll all help you out. They're all, I mean, super nice. I've never felt more at home with a club, for real. I love it. Good. Awesome. I, need, I need to come up here and meet you and, and fish one of them tournaments because that's only about an hour and a half, two hours from here. Oh, yeah, man. We got some good tournaments, man. We just I think the last one we just did was on Tanny Como. I don't know if you've ever been on that lake. But, man, what a unique lake. I mean, it's got a current. The water, it was 90 degrees outside, but the water was 50 degrees. And it was just there was just weird epic fog coming off of it. It was really scary launching at night, but man, that was a fun, 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 fun lake to fish. There's some biggins in there too. It's a trout, you know, it's a oh. trout fishery, really. But those trout, oh. trout wash down. Yeah, yeah, buddy. There, uh, I think there's a guy in our there's a guy in our club. He fishes the monthlies all the time. I don't see him much in the live tournaments. It's old Brennan Banks. Old Brennan Banks. Oh, dude, he, he, I think he set the record like one, 110 yeah. inches something in Missouri. That's nuts, bro. Yeah. That's nuts in Missouri. Nuts. I'm talking about averaging 22 inch per fish. Nuts. He's a swim bait, have, swim bait king up there, here, buddy. Bro. Swim, swim bait king. That kid, he can catch him on that swim bait. Oh, yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah. He's going to have me swim baiting. Yeah, I I, I, knew, I figured he was fishing Taney Cumbar somewhere around there because I always see him on Instagram just loading those giants with those big glide baits and stuff. He does it consistently too, so he can't, you know. He's a he's a Midwest he version. He's a Midwest version of Conrad Benetti in the online, isn't he, Ryan? <laughs> Get out of here, man! Yeah. I ain't seen Conrad's name in a. I've been seeing the the KBB trophies going out. I ain't seen him in a minute. I hope everything's okay down there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I saw Felsmere got. What was, I saw a picture with boats lined oh, up down the, the damn highway, up, man. <laughs> The, the kayak honey hole is going to get some pressure now. It, it's it's going to get drilled with bass boats. I hate that, too. Yeah. But that's that's how it works. They pay they pay their license fee, too. Oh, yeah. Let's see. This guy wants to see a tournament on Lake Eufaula in Alabama. Somebody else mentioned uh, that last year. Robbie, you may not be too far off base on that one. I would say keep an eye on – next year's schedule i think i don't know who's going to do it but i bet you'll see one of the one of the big shows coming to town on that one that's been on the list for the last couple of years for sure yeah we had uh, bass on last week and they did they actually they weren't going to make any more opens there may just be five again uh, yeah that's kind of what uh what john was saying but aj I'm, I'm sure there'll be at least nine hobies next year right so that's between the two that's 14 big events you can target 
AJ keeps his ear to the ground pretty good. I mean, yeah. if, like you, you, you see some posts like that, then you know it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, the options we have now are, are you know, far and away better than they were just a few years ago. Oh, Todd Patrick, stay tuned. I don't know what that meant. I don't know if he's talking about KBBT. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay. Everybody, KBBT's, everybody. KBBT's hosted an online event on Ufala. Oh, okay. Is that the? I He guarantees one on Ufala, he says. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Todd Patton, if if you're referring to anything KBF related, I don't believe you. <laughs> you know, you got. No, is there going to be no KBF next year? What's going on? Oh, I, don't, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's oh, man. there's rumors. There's more rumors swirling about that than the COVID. So I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> hey, wear a mask either way. Yeah. That's all I'm <laughs> yeah. Keep you safe. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, any more comments out there? Let us hear them before we let DJ get out of here. Uh, it's been a fun interview tonight. I knew it would be. Um, can't wait to get up here and meet you, DJ. I had, you know, a lot of these people we talk to online, and I follow you on, you know, social media, obviously. But half the people I don't meet till we get to a tournament. Right now, you're hardly meeting anybody at tournaments because of all the restrictions. Yeah, I, I probably see you at uh, Darnell. What is that, Darnell? Yeah, Darnell. Is that how you say it? Darnell. I've been looking at it on the map already, man. I've, I've been wanting to fish it. I talked to AJ after the uh, the last event down there in Susquehanna, and he's like, dog, you got to come out. And I'm like, I know. I want to. So I, I'm going to try. I'm going to definitely check that out and try get in a position where I can come out there. All right. Well, we got a bunch of guys. Like you said, you know Garrett and Ben, some of those guys in central Arkansas. Uh, there's plenty, plenty of us that are available to help anybody coming in town to find someplace to stay or whatever. So y'all just hit us up if you're going to make that trip. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming on, DJ. We appreciate it. You're a character as always. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. Good job. Hey, appreciate you. Much respect to both of you guys, man. I can't wait to meet you on the water. And, yeah, man, uh, you guys got some – we're going to run across each other for sure. I'll probably see you at oh, Darnett. Yeah. I was hoping to see you at Gunnersville, but – You come to my – I live 15, 20 minutes from Gunnersville. If you, if you end up making it, Give me a call, and I'll show you where some fish are. All right, cool. We'll do that. It sounds like man. <laughs> All right, DJ. Well, man, that was, that was an awesome interview and a lot of fun. Uh, Katie dropped the links to some of his music. If you all want to check that out, and, of course, you can you can hit him up. I'm sure he'd accept your friend request as long as you have a profile picture and not some funny name. Uh, and you can, well, wait, you can, who was it? Who was it we got to get you accepted by? Was it Russ Snyder's? Uh, oh, Russ, Russ, Russ already. As soon as he we did? get off the thing, that's my boy. That's my boy now. <laughs> yes. Good. We're making connections. Making connections. Oh, wait a minute. All right. Kate's dropping the links in there. Jim Clark said he's bunking with me at Dardanelle. We have not confirmed that, so don't don't put that in the bank. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna let you get out of here, DJ. Appreciate it once again. That was a blast. Ryan, stay safe, brother. I know you're gonna be back to work. Sure. And we'll talk to y'all next Monday. Peace right. out.